Oh, hello there. It's been a while. We've missed you. Season 40 is here, and it's gonna be a doozy. Buckle up. Stranded is back. Back up. Oh, good call. I didn't even know there was a second Greg. Yeah, I knew that, but we never use it. Oh my god, it's spelled backwards. I just, I just realized that. I was yes. like, how the, how the fuck do you pronounce G-Ark? It's Welch. <laughs> Welch. <laughs> nice. Forty castaways, three co-hosts, and one podcast. This is your host Pooty, and we are joined by co-host Lavita. Hello, Dean. Hey there, and Missy today. Hello. And today we're talking about our upcoming season. It's a doozy. We've been prepping for this one for a long time. It's been like almost a year since we've podcasted since uh, All Stranded Two. And that is because we have a big twist this season where we might be insane, but for the first time ever, we're having two games occur simultaneously that will then merge. So we'll be a secret to the castaways that are playing. And we decided for 40, season 40, we're going to have 40 new players. I think when I thought about it, I was like, oh, that'll be difficult, but we can do it. Uh, I don't think I realized just how difficult it would be. (laughs) But when you start seeing all the avatars, all the casting we have to do, it, it starts to become clear just how big of an undertaking this was. Levita and Nofo, you guys have helped me for a long time. Nofo, you chime in if you'd like, although he'll be featured on the next podcast as well. I don't know about you guys, but this has been way hard to keep track of uh, this many people at one time. Normal seasons are going to be so easy after this. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be honest. I have no idea who is in either cast, um, but I'm excited. Yeah, um, just so everyone, I mean, we've had to push the season back and back and back and back because... um, It's just been such an undertaking finding good people. But just to give everyone a little bit of history, if you haven't listened to my podcast before, my very first online game back in like 2004-ish was a cast of 32 people, two games of 16. So this is kind of a throwback to that, except now the games are so big and so um, intricate that it's just very difficult. And back in the gap, it used to be, hey, you want to play cool? We'll put you on the show. Now it's kind of like you got to interview them. We get a lot more applications. We weed out the bad ones. We try to get the most interesting ones possible. And just doing that has been very hard. But we've got a lot of really interesting people. And I think that these 40 people that we're going to have are going to, for the most part, I mean, I can say at least we've got at least 35 good ones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Full disclosure, we are still putting the cast together and probably will be up until the wire just because there's so many moving pieces of people who need to confirm, people who were confirmed two months ago, people people who are just being confirmed now, who have yet to confirm who might be dropping out currently. Just a minute before we started, Levita got an email saying they were dropping out. So it's a lot to keep track of, but we're trying to get 40 good newbies because I think this twist is only interesting if every boot matters. Definitely. It's going to be a roller coaster, but it's going to be awesome. So 
Yeah. Uh, and we're kind of, you know, this is a leap of faith on our part. It's definitely the most ambitious season we've done. Uh, but we've beefed up our hosting staff. These guys have been incredible helping me personally get all this together. I definitely could not do it alone. Uh, so I have to be, give a big shout out to our new and returning hosts this season, some of which are bumping up to main hosts for the second the second game that's going on currently. Uh, so we're splitting up duties, but hopefully this will help also make Stranded more streamlined and kind of uh, community run that's the that's the end goal anyway so with all that being said we have 20 people to get to in just this first cast assessment so we need to dive in uh we're going to be kind of going quicker than we normally do while still giving everyone justice dean and Susie, um as well as levita have been putting together a good recap of the the application so far giving us a little blurb instead of our usual rundown where we walk <laughs> go through the entire cast we don't have time for that this time and frankly no one's going to remember that anyway uh because there's 40 people to get to so let me pull up dean's notes uh and then we'll start going through them one at a time yeah so the names of the games are going to be stranded in crete and stranded in roads and so today in this podcast we're going to be going through the stranded in crete castaways uh it's two tribes of zakros and lato lato I don't know how to pronounce it. Lato, but it's probably wrong. I, yeah, but I that think just makes Lato, me think of Dune, but... which is L E T O, Duke Lato. Yeah, well, I said we're going to say Lato. I'm going to look it up after this, which I probably should on beforehand. But uh, frankly, we have a lot to prep, so we're we're, we're great at we're great at our uh, research. Dean, you're the historian. What? Are, how do you pronounce these? I mean, I'll try to say it. It's like, uh, well, it, I think Lato's pretty close anyway to how. It would be. I don't know if that's how they would say it back in the day, but we're, we're going to laugh later um, when it's all completely wrong. But for now, we're going to call it Lado and Zakros. All right, let's dive in. Of course, the the first person on our list just dropped out a minute ago, so we're going to skip ahead to uh, CC on the Zakros tribe, which will always wear brown. Played by Francois. Uh, age 29. He's an Afrikaner from Cape Town, South Africa, and he's ready to play. He wants to employ a silent but dangerous strategy. Find one good person to ally with and cruise under the radar. But at the same time, he won the most popular guy award at his school, so he can socialize with many types. Uh, He says people will call him a big teddy bear, soft and fluffy, but he thinks he's just the bear. Uh, He will overpower you when he feels threatened or in danger and can be a bitchy gay if he needs to be or as he puts it don't start a fight with me i'm gay and i have the bitchiness built in me he says he's like baby from dirty dancing no one puts him in a corner and he has seen every season of survivor more than once what do we think of francois the way that francois's interview went i was instantly in love just i don't know maybe it's an esl thing i know you love your esl but just the way that CC interacted was great. I have to learn to say the actual person name, but CC really shine. Is it shined or shown? What is the past tense? Shined. This is yeah. all about semantics today. This podcast. <laughs> but trying CC, not to sound I stupid. It's really uh, just gave a lot. I think in both personality and strategy. And I feel that this will be a player who will give us a great social game and that other players will talk about to each other and in their confessionals. I don't know how far CC will go, but 
maybe you guys can have a better idea of that. I think that's a good call. I think, you know, there's a it's harder with the I mean, he's not on the younger side. He's almost my age. So maybe that gives him some kind of edge, especially if he's played in other games. I don't remember. But. You know, a lot of the younger male gamers, gay or straight, kind of all fall into that category of they can be either really entertaining and really um, aggressive or uh, personable, or they can be like really boring and just very good at the game. So that's kind of the danger. It's like a... It's toss up. I guess that's. I think Francois. I mean, I think Cece is going to be in the first category there. First of all, you're talking about somebody from South Africa. That means that these live events are going to be at like four, five a.m. for Cece, and that's not an issue. They're awake. They don't give a, you know, they have a sleep schedule. That means they're awake at four or five in the morning. That means they're pretty cracked out. And I think it will come for some fun gameplay or they might just not show up if they're actually asleep. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited for them. And just full disclosure, these reps might change depending on who applies <laughs> and drops out last minute. But um we didn't do these like half an hour before the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but so far, that's Francois, maybe Cece. Up next, we have Jay, who's played by Hodgko. Hodgko? Hodgko. He's 19 years old. He's a university student from Adelaide, South Australia, working on his BA in English. He says he's a morning person who does his own swimming training and sometimes coaches. Uh, He loves Survivor for the narratives that it can give and the storylines. He calls it an art, and his biggest motivation to play is to help shape the narrative of the season. I'd love to hear that. Uh, He says he's aiming to win. But he's here for some good connections and friendships along the way. He's played Discord orgs before. Uh, He's also played the Sequester Mini, Sequester hosted by Audrey Middleton, uh, where he got fifth place. He says his style of gameplay averages to very informative, while uh, also somewhat emotionally. Even though he wants to participate in the story of the season, he also wants to be a camera hog. He wouldn't want to be a game bot. He says he gets along better with introverted people rather than those who are outspoken. Arrogance is something he would vigorously oppose. He doesn't want to be a flashy player. His main strategy is to try and play a game uh, that will give him many paths to take, and he chooses uh, the most effective route. Charisma and charm are something he'd employ in the early game, as long as trying not to be as loud, but one of his favorite seasons is Gabon. I was kind of confused by this app, to be honest, because he talks so much about wanting to shape the narrative, not be boring, um, but then he also says he kind of wants to go with the blow. Yeah, I think that maybe they plan to be low at first and then come out later on or i don't know just be social but not talk game i don't really understand how it he's 19 years old he doesn't know what he wants yet he doesn't know who he is (laughs) that's fair but I, I look, we put him as Jay, and I specifically said I think we need a hard game player uh, to be Jay, someone who's young and, and aggressive. So I think that's going to be him. I don't think he really quite knows what he's going to do, uh, and that's kind of exciting. Yeah, I think he's going to be fun. Young Aussie, he uses a lot of Aussie slang. I think that's part of his natural vocab. So it'll be interesting to see if people can understand what he's saying. And I think he'll, I think, I do think he'll hit the ground running. Um, I think he'll just, he'll be a little too over eager, if anything. I don't think he'll be able to like hold himself back too much. I think he'll be a hit the first day. I think he's going to be one of the main people to socialize and one person that people will want to gravitate towards. 
if he is as socially aggressive as he's coming off as. Yeah. Um, so that's hard go, Jay. I think up next we'll we'll move on to Jessica, who's played by Brodacious. He's uh, a 20-year-old male. He's a huge fan of challenge-based games. Uh, he and his friends created a group chat version of Survivor in high school, and he would love to show strategies I played in those games and surprise many. He's also played Outlaster from Roblox. <laughs> oh, boy. And Eviction Notice. Uh, he plans to have relationships with everyone in the game, like Big Brother's Andy Heron, and to flirt like Parvati. He'd like to be seen as a fun mastermind, but thinks he might look a little more like a villain. Uh, and he likes to be sassy and gossip, but worries that makes him look like a villain also. Ever since his childhood, he's been obsessed with Total Drama Island. Oh, this is the guy. When he came across Survivor, he became obsessed with the game. He loves concerts and is a rave king. He aspires to be a singer and songwriter, and one of, one of the bitchiest things he said he's done is catfish a crush in high school. Who was the one? Is this this is not the one that was the that's, no? That's not that's someone else. The, yeah, you're thinking someone else. Okay. Well, we have a huge Total Drama fan here as Jessica. He was kind of hard to place. Yeah, he was one of the ones that didn't know really where to go. I think that Jessica was actually the last one, or like one of the last. There's just a lot of facets that could be used to place the player to the alias but i don't know i feel that i I think it works i mean i don't know fucking much about survivor so i don't know jessica's personality if it matches brodacious but yeah this is another one full disclosure um it's another one of those reps where we're not quite sure who to put with there wasn't someone who was a strong match to it so you know when that happens we kind of just hit someone who we think might be good um and and those might be the ones that change most frequently so maybe won't be jessica but it's brodacious um I don't know. I don't know what to make of him quite yet. I think he's going to be fun, though. Yeah, I'll agree with that. He kind of seems like uh, he doesn't even necessarily know how he might, you know, turn out in the game. But he wants to have a good time. And I'm hoping that that sassy gossip side is really what comes out. It's kind of interesting because he goes on about that. But then when he was asked how he approached in the game, one for fun, 10 to win, he wrote 10. So I'm kind of wondering how that's going to play out. Again, he's 20. I find with these younger players, sometimes we just get a mess, which I'm here for. I, I prefer the mess <laughs> versus like, don't we all? Yeah, we're here for it. Something tells me Brodacious is going to be a mess. We can only hope. Up next, we have Ken who is played by Osteezy. This is another one who was on the cusp of being cast, but we do have confirmation. I think he's going to make the cast. We put him here as Ken, and I think it's a good match. Uh, He's a 23-year-old male, originally from Houston, now living in San Antonio. This Spanish linguist for the U.S. Navy is looking to get that win while having fun. Uh, That reads totally like a a dating profile. Uh, More of a big brother fan than Survivor, he still thinks he would be good with how it works out. He likes playing pranks on friends and having fun and also enjoys strategizing. He's not a shy person. If faced with confrontation, he would make it seem like the other person is uh, blowing things out of proportion. He likes people who could take a joke and not people who take everything seriously. He wants to find a strong two to three person alliance off the bat and keep to it. He can try to keep the peace if need be uh, with his family being more Republican as his fiance being a Democrat. He plays tons of sports and video games and is competitive by nature. Growing up in foster care uh, helped toughen him up. I really like this app. And I remember talking to him. He was one of our first interviews, I think. Maybe the I first. I think he was the first. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I think he kind of got lost in the casting shuffle, but I do think he brings a different perspective to the game with his background. That's a good point. I do think he is a little more unique in that regard. I mean, I know why he was, I know why he wasn't an instant cast, uh, clearly because he's more about keeping the peace. He's more about laying low, making friends. Uh, All that being said, I think he might be a competitive guy that just needs to be thrown into the mix to see what happens. I think he might surprise us. Yeah, I think yeah, I, that. I know that he wanted me to try and get rid of his brother's wife because he isn't the biggest fan of her. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing I remember <laughs> about his interview. Yeah, I, I think he was he said he was also a Democrat now. He grew up Republican and was, um, his wife is a Democrat and he leans that way. So he's kind of keeping the peace is what he yeah, said. Yeah, something like that. So that was interesting. I, I get, you know. So he'd be, he'd be used to confrontation or at least arguments and debating. Yeah, I mean, he's a Navy guy. He plays sports. He grew up in foster care. He's got uh, an interesting background, it seems. I'm interested in him. Uh, I'd like to see what he does. And I think we have a large enough cast to where we can we could take some risks on who we pick up next. We have someone who was not in any way a risk because we knew she'd be a slam dunk playing Michaela is golden she is a 41 year old female while she may be relatively new to orgs with only a single discord org under her belt this quote modern she-ra has already made a statement as a confessional queen you might see her alter ego keisha come out she has a heart but doesn't want bullshit She has been a perfectionist and says that uh, while she's not overly religious, she believes in a higher power and can clash with atheists, some Republicans, too, and people who push political agendas. She's also not going to get along with arrogant types and bro-ish guys, but she claims that she will adapt. Physically inclined, she isn't afraid to go paintballing, go to the gym or go rock climbing. She's a uh, black 41-year-old woman, so we don't get a whole lot of those applications, and she is fabulous from her video confessionals which we watched full of personality hilarious i totally could see her getting cast on an actual reality show one of my early favorites for sure almost to the point where like we wish we had some better reps on this game because she deserves a really good rep i think michaela is a good fit for her though no michaela's perfect for her just clean that's all i gotta say about her yeah i mean the only thing is that i feel like she might be more mature than michaela was i really see her as more of like a like a Danielle Reyes type. That's that the makes vibe a I got. lot of sense for Golden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And of course, there's not many reps like that in Survivor in general. But I think she'll be a good Michaela. I, I think she'll make it her own too. Big personality, very likable. I think she has a very good head on her shoulders. So I'd be shocked if she doesn't do well here. She seems like one of the more grounded players. I think yeah. she'll. I think she'll easily make it into the majority. I don't think she won't have a problem doing that. She's one of our older contestants. She's not the oldest. Um, In fact, I think there's like three or four who are around the same age at 41, 42. Yeah. And I really like, I appreciate those contestants because they, they do know who they are. The downside of that is that in their daily lives, they could be used to being uh, in control of other people, either kids or a management position in their jobs. So in general, like older contestants are used to having power. So they might struggle with that a little bit. But she's played an org, but she got super into it. So I think she's someone to watch. 
Yeah, I think the fact that she has one org as experience, I feel will help her get into the mood even more because Stranded is just such an intense experience and really does feel like the survivor experience. So I think that in this, Golden is, oh, I love her. I really do. I'm, she's going to be what someone did she play with. This was she a, played with Michael. This is a Michael recruit. Yes, so she yep. and Michael played in a game together, um, which was rife with its own controversies of cheating allegations and whatnot. So she didn't have a great first org experience, but she was a great player in that org who is kind of screwed over by all the other stuff. So I know she's like super eager to really have this much more immersive experience and really play hard. So I'm excited to see her. Well, she's definitely one of our early favorites. I hope she doesn't get lost in this 40 person shuffle and we don't do her dirty again. Uh, in orgs. I'm putting out good vibes for her, though. I think she'll do well. Up next, we have Michelle, who's played by Chell, uh, who's 25 year old female. Uh, she works part time in the early mornings and is a fan of mid morning naps. Relatable. Uh, she's a creative person who says building fire making challenges got her into woodworking as uh, a hobby. Her favorite survivor players are Ty for likability, while being deceptive, Aubrey, for making the best of a rocky start, and Fabio because he's a stoner. She wants to be considered a lovable underdog that everyone roots for, but worries she could end up being purple. She struggles with anxiety and is playing stranded as a way to force herself to be more social as she enjoys being the center of attention. I really like Chell. I think, too, we say this every season, but it ends up being true. The female applications always surprise us because they, they kind of undersell themselves. They've never worked before, a lot of them. And so, you know, when they interview, it's all new to them and they're kind of hesitant. They, they take it more seriously than it really is. And then they get in the game and they become huge characters. Most recently, Amanda in Isolated. But even, you know, I mean, there's countless examples every season we have this occur. So I, I really see a similar future for chill yeah it's really like our 23 to 27 year old women <laughs> they always yeah. come across as so like non-committal and cookie cutter in their in their interviews saying all the technically correct but boring answers and then they come out in the game and it's like oh hello yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when we anytime we get a female app, like we keep that in mind that it's never the best interview, but they do tend to surprise us more than other interviews would. So as something to do with, I don't know, just something to do with it. I think that's going to be the case here, mainly because her application was so great. I think one thing is she sees herself as maybe getting a purple edit or just being in the background. But I think that her knowing that and just from her interview and her app, she seems really excited to play. So I don't like even though she might have a bit of anxiety, the way that Stranded has reps and you can be anonymous, it does help bring a more bigger personality out. And I feel that with her, she's absolutely going to surprise us in a very good way. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. And I try to bring that up in interviews to try to get them thinking about that, that like, hey, you could be whatever you want to be here. That's actually the fun of it. Um, and if you have anxiety, it's a good way to to kind of get over that because you're not playing as yourself. You're not seeing people face to face. So it's a good um, it's a good icebreaker that way. Yeah, for somebody who has anxiety, but like enjoys being the center of attention, I feel like this is a great outlet for that for her since she stated both of those things together. Mm -hmm. All right. Up next is Paul played by Tabor 
Tabor. Tabor. A 29-year-old male. He's self-described fun and goofy guy. He's an actor from Chicago. He's played quite a few Discord orgs and a couple of Facebook orgs, as well as one Skype org. So he's been around for a while then if he's playing a Skype org. <laughs> those have been dead for a while. He says that orgs are a great way to meet like-minded people, preferably those who aren't entitled and are, <laughs> I don't know about that, and are just as invested in the game as he is. Someone that can grab a drink with after I checkmate their king. Kind of douchey. His main strategy <laughs> is to use his goofy and fun persona to become friends with everyone to see where they're at, then get into a core alliance of about four people. He's looking forward to an org with an older audience because in the last org he played, a teenager sent him an IM with an image of a decapitated corpse. Uh, relatable. Uh, we've all been there. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, he's an athlete as well, and he enjoys the competitive aspect of orgs. Uh, his goal in every org is to make the jury, and wants that here as well. Orgs are an escape for him. Finally, he's a big nerd as well and enjoys geek nights. I really liked him uh, on several levels. For one, I think his competitive nature is going to take over at some point, and I really think he's going to overplay. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Similar to, um, he really reminded me of Carl from Tanzania, your season, Dean. I, I, I can see, see that. I, yeah. I feel like he wants to be in control, and he just can't help himself. Yeah, even if he tries to be more laid back and try to play behind the curtain, I do feel that he will come out one way or another and be center front. Yeah, and he, he's way too, um, like, he's got, like, a game plan. He wants his core alliance of four. He wants this, this, and this to happen. And I just think, you know, especially this season where there's so much going on, that could be a good strategy to ground him. But I think if anything goes wrong, he's not going to have a good time of it. Because I think, especially in this season where we're going to have two whole games merge, I think being able to adapt is something that's going to be key and i mean it's also good to have a plan but i feel that compared to a lot of other applicants he is going to want to stick to the path that he has thought about before he entered the game more than other people and so if anything diverges it might be bad for him if he can't quickly adapt to the situation yeah i think too um sometimes these players who have played millions of discord orgs and facebook orgs and they've been playing them for years you know they're used to a certain style of game bad game and they get just <laughs> they get so comfortable in it too. Yeah. So when they get into stranded that gets thrown out the window quick and they are not used to it and so i i'm kind of hoping we see some some hissy fits from paul who's probably a likable guy but if he's competitive in any way Strands are going to swallow him whole, I think. I'm excited for it, though. <laughs> yeah, to watch we, we love it. I hope he does well. Up next, we have Rachel, played by uh, Spencer slash Ganaka. He's 22 years old and non-binary. He goes by they, them. Excuse me for saying he. They applied for Tuomotus, and they were rejected then. So we've been kind of pining to get them into a game ever since, and that was like over a year ago. So we're very excited for this. That season, of course, had other players from their realm of gaming. So we didn't want to put all of them in the same season. And we only had 10 slots, 12 slots. So now I think is a great chance for them. And I think that they're going to do very well here. I would think maybe Winter Threat, if there ever was one. They're a big presence in the NDIM community. Spencer originally applied for two motos, but didn't make the cut. They have played in about over 20 orgs in the past, mostly NDIM and on Slack, and usually makes early to mid-merge. 
They claim to feel less anger than the average person and are not very confrontational at heart. However, they still won't allow themselves to get bullied. Wouldn't mind some fame and fortune, but ultimately doesn't care about whether they're a hero or a villain and generally sees themselves as being more of an observing background character. That's kind of where I get worried. I'm really worried about them falling completely into the background, but I've heard that they're incredibly entertaining nonetheless. So we'll see. Yeah, like, so I've played with them before on at least two different games, and um, I'm trying to not have bias because both games, we were on opposite sides of the game, but I don't know. I feel like they're impressive with strategy, absolutely. And I can definitely vouch for the early mid-merge guarantee, but I don't know if I see them as overly exciting. Now, the app and interview, that was a different Spencer than the one I'm used to seeing. So maybe they'll be different here. I'm hopeful, though. It's it's funny because I keep comparing them to our current Spencer in Stranded because they give me similar vibes. Like they're they're very funny to talk to and you get the sense that they're good at the game and entertaining, but not necessarily like making big moves or the forefront center of attention, but still really entertaining, you know? Yeah, they don't want to be known for flashy moves or anything. I mean, if they have to do one, then they'll do it. But it's 100 percent for their game and not because they want to make a move or because they want to entertain. They're doing it for their game. And I think most things are calculated and definitely more on the calmer side of things. Yeah, I like that comparison to Spencer in terms of gameplay as well, our our stranded Spencer, because I haven't played with them or anything or seen them before. But just from the vibe of the interview and the app, I definitely agree with what's being said that they are probably they seem incredibly intelligent. They know the game really well and can like really put the pieces together, but they like to play kind of like from full information and it's more of um, a bonding game than it is like a big moves game. We'll see how they do. I think they'll be around for a long time regardless. So we'll be getting to know them. I'll say this, it was a very fun interview and application. Up next, we have Taylor played by Jay Port, 34 year old male. Another Tuomotu's applicant who didn't make the cut because, of course, that was a very competitive season for new players. He works in marketing as an old school orger, having played orgs 15 plus years. He says his sense of humor is 100% sarcastic, which can come across as really bitchy over text. He'd like to be portrayed as funny, strategic and down to earth, but worries that his paranoia and sarcasm might hinder him. The survivor players he vibes with are diverse. He likes Ethan as a likable strategist, Jerry for her bitching confessionals, and Tony, who he hates, for his relatable paranoia and lurking, uh, but thinks he'd be sneaky too if given the chance. What a combination. I, this is another one that's really hard to place, but we knew it would be very good. Unlike the others, uh, he's older, he's 34, and he's very experienced. So I think he's probably more assured of his personality he's done this i think he's probably more prepared than a lot of players because he's probably experienced orgs like this one so that might give him a a little bit of an edge and i think i think he'll be one to watch yeah i'm excited to see him play i remember he was i think he was basically like written down as a cast 
originally into Motus. And then as we were kind of looking through the 12 people again, it was just a kind of, you only had 12 slots and it was more about balancing within those 12 than anything else. And so I'm excited that they were, uh, he was still interested and is back again. And I think Missy played with him in a discord org. Yes. We just got done playing together and his social game was phenomenal. Yeah. He was very similar to Matt and Michael uh, who famously aligned and did very well. (laughs) Made the final three together into a motu so that's that's why he didn't get he didn't make the cut there but i could see him doing uh just as well in this season despite there being 40 people i think so i mean i'm looking at his app again and one thing that kind of strikes me is he said that one person that matches his personality was kenny from bb can too and that's someone that people never really say that they're about and he was a gay guy who tried to act straight and mask and I mean, as we know what happened with me on Tans, I can kind of see why that might be interesting to do. But I think that he's going to offer a lot in terms of his, I, I want to say his humor. Like Missy said, Jaypour has a good social game. And I can definitely feel that when I read his interview from Two Modus and seeing his app now. So yeah, he's someone I'm going to watch on the uh the Zachros tribe. And, and that closes out Zachros, but it, it, it's so hard because I keep, this is going to be one where we forget about people because there's so many and we'll be like, oh yeah, I really like them in, in the application process <laughs> because there's just so many of them. But They're going to drop on. quick though. This is going to be a first week that's going to be fun and oh, a massacre. Yeah, a slaughter. Up next we have the Leto tribe which will wear light blue. Uh, up first we have Bradley who's played by Nathan. 19 years old. Nathan is a college student who loves Survivor and has submitted a video for season 43. He has played a couple of Discord orgs and one Snapchat org. Uh, he loves to play the villain and says his personality is to play the bad guy and give people watching a good time. We love that. He plays without morals, likes talking trash and confessionals, and considers everyone in the game an enemy. His upbringing was rough. He grew up poor uh, and his dad went to prison. He had a single mother who had to support him most of his life. He feels this has matured him and uh, will help him in the game. He is a collegiate tennis player, and though his career was over after fracturing his knee, after depression and despair, he pulled himself together and started playing again. Uh, So this is a 19-year-old who has been through a lot of shit. Not a typical 19-year-old. And I think that comes through in the way that he speaks and the way he acts. Uh, and I think it's probably going to come through in the way he plays the game. I forgot he was 19. I thought he was like 25 or 26 or something. I remember when we did the interview and we're like, holy shit, this guy doesn't feel like he's 19. Like with all the shit that's been down and what he's accomplished. Yeah. And at the same time, too, he wants to play as a villain in this, which is really fun to see, too. Somebody with more of a personal history not trying to take that hero role but really wants to still be that backstabbing cutthroat kind of player lots of rough childhoods um this season i guess it also helps that we ask for like sob stories so everyone's telling us like (laughs) their personal um struggles growing up but uh, i mean i really appreciate that yeah i think it does give character to them um as people not just game players which, of course, we're more interested in anyway. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good. I think he's going to surprise us. And actually, this little blurb is much more entertaining than I think I remembered reading through his interview and his application. 
I think he could he could surprise us and be a big character this season. We can only hope. I'd agree with that. Up next, we have Desiree, who's played by Jay. He's 36-year-old male. He is a mailman and former warehouse manager who describes himself as a Latino gay mailman. He applied because he's saying yes to life. <laughs> but love that. Jay wants us to know he that he is a Libra, which means he is naturally di- diplomatic and a comedian. And he has a long-term boyfriend who has given him permission to flirt if necessary. Uh, he used to play a lot of 10-gauged, but uh, has been too busy to do any orging for a while. He admires Sari for, for getting off the couch and being able to be a strategic mastermind who can play from the bottom or the top. He says he is uh, great at blending when he needs to and cutting throats at the right moment. He thinks he's similar to Winner's... Uh, what is that? Um, what's WOW? War of the Worlds? I don't know. I do. I also do not know. What the hell is that, Dean? <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't write this one. Similar to WOW, Dan, a fellow mailman. That's got to be Big Brother. No, it does say Dan Wow on his app. Worlds Apart, Dan was a mailman. <laughs> I I hope that's not who he's comparing himself to. Well, let's go with it. Uh, Dan, a fellow mailman, yeah. and says mailmen have time to think, so he played chess, not checkers. Uh, he most resembles BB-19 Josh. Uh, he says they're both gay, loud, and emotional, but know how to read a room and lay low when needed. I didn't Dan get either- Foley and Josh. Those are interesting <laughs> comparisons. <laughs> not what I got at all from his conversation or description, but uh, go off. I'm not quite sure what the appeal is of <laughs> wanting to I, be compared to them i'm hoping the the dan thing is just purely because he's a mailman because maybe the most despicable survivor player but jay is fun um i think jay will bring some fun energy i love that that little tidbit about saying yes to life being the reason he, <laughs> he yeah, the, first, the first app read the first part of the app read like you know like a dating profile like he's just a super happy to go lucky guy and then we got to like dan and josh and how he's gonna be gay loud and emotional but um you know yeah it really went from one to a hundred <laughs> yeah and i think I we're what... gonna see that one to a hundred in this game as well i think jay the desiree you know cast might stick might not but i think jay will be very fun to watch <laughs> yeah again he's gonna be one of those people where they're just talking with someone normally and then we'll say something and then that person will go into the confession and be like, I, what the fuck? What's this? <laughs> oh, we can only hope. You know, they always surprise us every season. So who knows what's what's around the corner with 40 people. Up next, we have Dominic, played by Blaze Experience, a 32-year-old male. He's an engaging single father and old school player that started his org career in 2007 when Stranded was born. Very confident in himself, he wants to go back to his message board roots after experiencing orgs on the newer social media platforms. He's won quite a few orgs in the past and present. He says he is an empath, but thinks he'll likely be portrayed as a strategic cutthroat villain. His strategy is to find a number one immediately to bounce ideas off of for the rest of the season. To those who he deems as close to him, he's an incredibly loyal person, almost to a dangerous point. Self-proclaimed confessional king. We love a confessional king who writes a lot and will also post videos for the audience. We love that. Uh, He wants to be entertaining for the lurkers. Uh, Because he's looking for his new org home, he dislikes players who don't engage in much conversation and is looking to get away from younger players for the most part. He loves his survivor buffs, might be looking for a showmance, and he says he is an open book. I think Dominic 
blazing experience, uh, you've come to the right place because I think we tick most of those boxes. Yeah, he applied and he just started bashing Discord orgs. I'm like, oh, that's a shoe in. <laughs> yeah, uh, the easiest way to our heart. This was definitely an interview that felt more just like a conversation that you could see in the stranded server type thing, like really fit in, seemed like somebody who would get along with a lot of people who are already alumni of the game. So it kind of seemed like a slam dunk cast from that perspective. I can see him going pretty far and doing pretty well here. Yeah, he just seems like a guy who's going to be a fun time. He's an experienced gamer who I think will really enjoy our throwback-esque game with a lot of older players. So uh, this seems like it's up his alley. I think Dominic's a really good fit for him. And I think I think he'll do well. Yeah, he definitely will have a lot to offer. I spectated one game that he won and I mean it was a Discord org and it was kind of a trash one like even on Discord org standards but he won that and like everyone kept saying that he played a Mike Holloway game and I don't watch Survivor so I don't know what that means but he played good and I think most of the jury didn't care for him but they still voted for him anyway it kind of reminded me of a June Sung BB4 type of win mm-hmm. and when uh, it says that he's an incredibly loyal person. He really, really trusts you if you're his number one. But if you betray him and he feels that you're that close, then like Dominic will not forgive and not forget. So yeah, that's something to look forward to if he says, oh, I like this one person as my ally. And then that ally doesn't feel the same way. Something's going to brew. Fair enough. Up next, uh, another huge standout preseason. I think everybody's going to love this guy. He's playing as Jacob, but he's played by Lion's Den, 26-year-old male. Oh, God. Uh, Lions- <laughs> oh, God. Oh, buckle up. Lion's Den has played 20-plus Discord, Facebook, and Skype orgs, and another Skype worker. And has, through all of that, claimed that Jacob Derwin is the survivor player he most feels similar to. He'll get to play him here. He has no strategy coming into the game and wants us to know that he likes pizza. He's working on breaking out of his shell. I don't think he needs to work on that. And he is normally shy in front of people. And it takes him a while to befriend other people, uh, which he says has always affected his game. He feels good about his strategy skills, but lacks the social cues to make it happen sometimes. Based on a couple of video confessionals he shared with us during his interview, we can assure you that this man will supply entertainment to the viewers. Expect to see some of those and his 10 million facial expressions during the game. I think in the podcast at this moment, I will edit in one of the video confessionals he posted. Top 10, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Up there with Keaton riding on the highway in the rain, uh, ranting about an online game. This man is insane and I'm <laughs> here for it. I'm just so unbelievably frustrated right now. I... Woke up, I'm like, okay, we got a 20-piece advantage. We should be fucking fu- because of me. Because of me. Because that none of them ain't gonna do two minutes. Tell you that fucking right now. They'll all suck ass at fucking jigsaws. Oh my god, I hate this tribe. It is so bad. I can't even express how frustrated. How do you do 17 minutes for 50 pieces? How is this bad? And jigsaw puzzles! I get forced to do fucking play identifying and Sudoku every fucking round! Like, I don't know what to do! They all blow at this game! Like, have none of them done a jigsaw puzzle in their life? I'm so mad! 
We had a 20-piece advantage, and they still did shit! I don't know what to do. I don't even care if I'm voted out at this point. They all just suck! What? Like, literally, did you grab the people that, like, had never done a fucking jigsaw puzzle? I don't understand. I'm just so mad right now. You have no fucking... He's actually so insane, but I love him. I mean, he really... He really gave us a iconic Big Brother Nikki rant um, for a for a Discord org. Like, oh yeah, as soon <laughs> as soon as someone was like, "Reminds me, of Nikki Graham." I'm like, "Yes, it's like a male Nikki Graham." I mean, and he here's went. The thing. I mean, he, you don't even need to see his videos to to want to cast this guy. Like, his interview was completely bonkers. Oh yeah, even just like before that, text only. Like we're. <laughs> I, I can't even I can't even begin to explain it. Yeah, it's just like, when like, he said that he wants us to know that he likes pizza. That was the thing in his app. He just wrote, "I like pizza." Yeah, I mean the arrogance <laughs> coupled with like the insecurity. I, I don't. I don't. It was a whirlwind. I'm not even sure what to say. It was incredible. Um, all I can say is that you'll definitely want to be keeping a close eye on Jacob because it's everything. Like whoever goes after him, if he's gone the first round, I'm canceling whoever votes him out. Oh, it'll be worse than like, uh, you know, Garrett going home early. I mean, oh, he's, he's that big of a character. Like he has to do well. Yo, yeah. We can only help. But he's a fun <laughs> guy. I like him. We'll see. He, he's an icon for sure already. Up next, we have James, played by Fire Guy, 21 years old. Fire Guy's our familiar face, the only familiar face from the community this season, coming from a third place finish in Isolated. This is Espionage's Parker. It remains to be seen whether this will be an advantage or disadvantage compared to his other 39 new players on this cast. For example, he knows the forums, he knows his faults, and plans to be a bit more aggressive coming into Stranded. Uh, but this graduate student of animal behavior might describe himself as a lone wolf, but knows he needs alliances in order to succeed. However, that won't stop him from hating the silverback gorilla alpha males of the game. Other fun facts, he records a podcast weekly and does freelance video editing. Uh, and also he has his pilot's license. Why is um, James not editing our podcasts? <laughs> I'm kind of pissed now get him on that well yeah. he's gonna be in the season so he should have offered to edit the isolated podcast that he keeps waiting for <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's out there recording his own podcast every week what the hell i think parker slash james will do very well here he did very well last time although he did get voted out but and brought back in but uh, i do think he had a pretty good head on his shoulders um I think it's funny that he's being, uh, he's going to be playing James when I was like, when I saw that, James like, hates him so much. Purpose. <laughs> I mean, maybe subconsciously. I don't know. I think I, I like Parker a lot. I think he's very eager. I think he'll be ready to uh, correct some mistakes and I'm hoping he overcorrects. And yes. Overcorrecting would be great. I, you know, that's the, honestly the people who are like most excited often overcorrect and become like super iconic when they do that. So let's hope for that. I think so. There's going to be there's going to be at least one really, really good park moment because of that. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's move on to Laurel, played by Noah, age 18, male. He's an Australian, another Australian who just finished high school. 
and turned 18. So he'll be our youngest player and the only 18-year-old with four 19-year-olds this season. That's not totally set, by the way, depending on if we pull from alts and stuff, there could be other 18-year-olds. Yeah, and uh, he's taken a year off from starting university, which isn't unusual in Australia. Although a bit of an introvert uh, in person, he says he opens up online. He's a singer-songwriter and hopes to get his career going as well as says he was willing to share some of his music during his interview. He's got a pretty traditional strategy plan. Let everyone think that they have the power for the first few votes, appear non-threatening, start conjuring little plans, and then minorly inconvenience power players before making the big moves at the merge. Pretty typical, but I liked him. I mean, he's Australian. He was really endearing for an 18-year-old. Yeah, he's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, we stuck him with Can you use any other words to describe him or how he's going to do in the game or if he's going to be like super exciting? But he's like really nice and really sweet. Yeah, it was sort of weird. Like I'm looking at my own notes and I wrote, he just has this aura about him that's so, so sweet. But I can't really put my finger on what his strategy will be like. Yeah, I- I'm going to be honest. I think in a larger cast, Noah probably wouldn't be cast. But that's the benefit of the season is we can take people who were interesting and we might not normally cast and be like, let's take a shot on them because we got the space uh, with 40 places. So I d- the one thing I can say is he's very excited. And so that's exciting. And he's our youngest. So we'll see. The baby of the cast. Up next, we have Libby, played by Autumn Sun. Uh, she's a 30-year-old female. Autumn Sun is another total org noob whose gaming experience is limited to Nintendo Switch. <laughs> she's in for a world of difference. She's not really into Survivor, but was for a while, being more of a Big Brother fan between the two. Personality-wise, she's more like Brittany Haynes from Big Brother 17. She loves Housewives and many other Bravo reality shows and thinks she's most like Stephanie Holman from Real Housewives of Dallas and Flavor of Love's Hoops. Shout out Hoops. She hopes people find her to be an empathetic and caring person. Little crazy, but who isn't? I just want to be shown as who I am, but worries they'll see her as probably too emotional or dramatic or something. She loves to laugh and describes herself as introverted and skeptical, a true Scorpio who will never trust anyone 100% and keeps vital information close to heart. She told us some crazy stories about her home flooding in the winter storm in Houston and having to live with her boyfriend at the time. Brand new boyfriend. Good news is, though, they're still together, but long distance, and she adapts well under pressure. She's a great writer and expresses her thoughts clearly, so we can expect some great confessionals. Uh, She doesn't think she'll be using flirting as a strategy because she does have a boyfriend. And as one of the most... One of the more interesting applicants, she said, I'm most shocked I was interesting enough to possibly be selected. Yeah, she was someone who was like instantly really engaging and fun, which I wasn't expecting, to be honest, because I don't know, sometimes from the apps that are like, you know, kind of like one offs, not like Survivor fans, they're just kind of applying for an experience. You don't get that. But she was like really asking us a lot of questions and like really interested. And I think she's going to do really well and surprise us. Yeah, she seemed, I think it was definitely apparent that even though she's like, you know, definitely here to have a good time, meet some new people, she's going to be competitive as well, I think. I think she's got a competitive spirit to her that will come out in a lot of um, investment and determination in the game. One thing that I'm really looking at is she wrote, won't lie, if pushed, I'm not above saying some real mean shit to defend myself if I have to. 
So I'm looking forward to that if uh, there's any sort of conflict going on. I feel that she will be able to defend herself. And I think that I think there will be some challenge aspect. I don't know why. That's just my intuition. She really reminds me of that Kuril Islands girl alliance. It's like very much that casting where... You know, they yeah. were like all, all around 30, 27 to 30. And they just kind of, they were like not the usual cast people, casting types that we get. They just got into the game and attacked it. And I kind of see that with her. I definitely get that impression. I see a very Kirill, Kirill woman tribe vibe to her for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited about um, Libby. That's who she'll be playing. Um, Autumn Sun. Up next, we have Morgan played by Katie1023. A 26-year-old female. I think she just got back to us today or yesterday. Katie works as a chemist for a pharmaceutical company and has never played in the org before. But as a big fan of the show, she has seen every episode of Survivor. She shared that a personal challenge for her has been coping with anxiety, and she's been fighting against that isolation that it can bring, which has helped her grow as a person. I think she was the one who mentioned COVID hitting her hard with that. Yeah. She sees herself as most similar to Spencer, Parvati, and Adam, as they are also smart and logical. She would like to be portrayed as very friendly, nice girl, who people want to be around, and who fits in with the tribe well, and also dominates at puzzles. However, she thinks she'll be portrayed as a flirt and a very small, smart person who knows how to manipulate people to her agenda. I was very excited about Morgan Katie, because I think, I think she's all strategy all the time. Really reminds me of... Aubrey from Stranded. Mm-hmm. She's got the chemist thing in common, the super strategy thing in common. I think she'll be actually pretty endearing to people. And if she can, you know, get on people's good side while still being like very strategic, uh, that's a dangerous combo. Yeah, I agree with that read from her. I like it that she, you know, she's like, I want to be the friendly, nice girl, but I think they'll think I'm the really manipulative one. <laughs> Where she like she won't she'll want to be seen as social, but she won't be able to hide the fact that she's super strategic, and that might scare people eventually. But I think for early game, that will really really work out for her. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the early game is gonna be where Morgan really excels. At least based on uh, this, because I wasn't there for the interview, but I read it. And I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I think she'll do well. I think she's like a steady player. I I hope she doesn't get lost in the shuffle. That's my only, um, you know, she's on tribe with a lot of big personalities and a lot of gamers. So um, I, I think she's smart and she can hopefully get in there. Up next, we have Stephanie, who is played by Bosco. She's a 20 year old female. One of our favorites. Gonna be instantly likable, I think. She's a nurse with a quick temper who doesn't get along with catty people because she's catty. Uh, This will be Bosco's first org. Her strategy will be to downplay her more evil fake side. Uh, She plans to make friends and allies, act dumb, be a follower, and do whatever it takes to get past the first few votes before putting her social skills and allies to good use and making big moves. She told us about waiting until Valentine's Day to expose her cheating uncle at a large family dinner and admits she embellished the truth while outing his cheating to, to stir the pot. Um... Icon. She described being used by an industry for 10 years before she got out, uh, but didn't give more details. She thinks this will help her suss out liars and people trying to use her in the game. 
She wants to be portrayed as an underdog that scrapes by and then secures the win, but she's pretty sure she'll be portrayed as a villain, someone that's lied and backstabbed many people to get what she wants. She considers herself to be a great storyteller with a good sense of humor. One of my favorites. I think she's been through a lot in her short 20 years, um, and she is a big personality. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love she her. She is so entertaining. I think everything she says about herself is is pretty true. I think she is a great storyteller. I think she has a good sense of humor. I think she will be pretty villainous and it will be super fun. And I love a person who admits that they are catty and can't get along with other catty people because of it. <laughs> that was the thing that stood out for me the most. It was great. Yeah. And then she proved it in the interview. Yeah, I love that. You know, she was like, I, I don't like when other people do it, but I can do it. And then also <laughs> the, the receipts on like how catty she is was killing myself laughing. Yeah, I, she's crazy in the best way. And she's a nurse. So we've had great history with nurses on Stranded. So uh, I think we're going to see a lot from Stephanie uh, if we're lucky. Up next, we have Wendell, our final player on Leto. Wendell's played by Niv. He's a 22-year-old male. He's played in other orgs with some of our alumni. This Israeli actor finally wants to win an org after playing first on Zwooper and more recently Discord orgs. Uh, he plans to be a little bit more serious here instead of just playing for fun and not winning again. Boo. I think uh, he won't be able to help himself. A geek who enjoys board games and a beatboxer in an acapella group. He's set to be a likable personality who gets along with everyone and will try to win their hearts. He says that he gets long better with women than men. Men tend to either care less or keep their cards close to their chest, and he is unable to differentiate between the two. He is a loyal guy who has played idols on others in the past and got voted out instead. A sacrificial lamb. He uh, wants to be adaptable and maintain a good balance of social and strategic gameplay. Uh, so this is a guy who's played in orgs with, with mm-hmm. Liz and you. Mm-hmm. Yep, he just played in Dollar Viver with me. How'd that go? Uh, he played his idol on me and went home that route. You're the one. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the one. I didn't need it. Um, (laughs) He is, he's amazing. Everybody loves Niv. I mean, I think that's the, that's the common consensus I'm hearing from everybody who's heard of him. Oh, yeah. In the in the co-hosting group, who's had any sort of experience with him, Niv is just like a super likable, charming person who also just loves the game of Survivor, and I think that ends up being his downfall because he makes it so obvious that he loves the game of Survivor. He's gonna play super hard just because he, as you said, he can't help himself, but he's gonna be super loyal and make a lot of tough choices, especially in a game this size. He's gonna we're gonna put him through a lot of moral dilemmas here. <laughs> as we do so. yeah i mean I, everyone's excited about this even some of the lurkers have been like oh, i love niv so obviously he's a big character that and they don't we, even know that he's officially on the cast <laughs> yeah, they just know he applied i think it's because liz like said hey you should like go to stranded because like liz and levita i think were the two who said uh to apply here and so but Icons. i uh spectated the game that he and liz played and yeah niv is all that he's going to be so good to watch but yeah like levita said it also might be his downfall being so likable and so invested in survivor especially if he wants to because in his app he really made it clear that he wants to sort of be a tiny bit more serious than he usually is and try to actually win this so i don't know if he might flop 
in that, but all I know is that he's going to bring his A game, whether it's a winning game or not. Very excited about Niv. Uh, honestly, I mean, it's hard because we have interviewed so many people and we're cobbling this shit together because there's so many to go through. But when you get them all back to back, it's like, oh yeah, that person was great. Oh yeah, that person was great too. So I think there's gonna be a lot of surprises on this cast. Yeah, we haven't even gotten through half of them. Yeah, this is just half. This is one game. Um, and if this was only one game, this would be a fantastic group of and season of Stranded. And I can tell you there are some standouts on the other game too we have balanced this so it is going to be a great time yeah we have not buried the lead it's very very balanced there's plenty to get through but you know and and there's so great apps coming in honestly like right mid-interview we got an alert about another 40 year old woman who wants to play so who knows people are dropping joining being shifted around like we said the reps might change but we're gonna get through everyone that we're interested in and hopefully you guys will have a good set going into like the draft and the game starting but rest assured we wanted to do 40 for 40 and we wanted 40 good people and i think we found 40 great people so this should be very fun there's no dead weight nowhere to hide and a lot of people are going to go very quickly (laughs) so who knows what will happen gonna be a good time that's gonna be exciting when i designed this the idea was to not kind of like yes we have to get rid of a lot of people very quickly but i want to make sure we're still giving everyone a good experience we're not just like mass purging a bunch of people no day one boots yeah i mean the most will be the four four boots to start the season off but even then like i I think we've spaced it out and i've planned it well enough to where um, we're giving everyone their their fair shake yeah, I don't think anyone's going to be missing out on anything. I think everyone's going to have a good experience one way or another. Yeah, and hopefully the ones who go out early, we'll get them in the community. Hopefully get them back into some games. God, the Lurker server is going to be so crowded. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the point. Look, we had a, a nice year off of no new people, so <laughs> got plenty of room now. I've been hoarding them for the new season. <laughs> So with that being said, that's our game plan. That's what we have for the 40th season. I set a personal challenge um, and I think this is going to help move Stranded forward for the next 15 years. Hopefully, hopefully not. I don't know if I have another 15 years in the Stranded for as long as we do. I think this is a good start to that. Uh, it's definitely, definitely a big challenge for us, but I'm excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Woo, we can only hope. All right. With that, I think that's going to do it. That was the first podcast of Stranded in the Aegean. See. Bye. Later. Ciao.